0: How did, How did this get booked? 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 Who put this on the card? How did this get booked? It's makes you a star. How did this get booked? You welcome on the line. How did this get booked? We welcome for your time. How did this get booked?
1: You Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of How Did This Get Booked. I, of course, am your host, Jake Manning, and I'm a veteran of the professional wrestling business for over a decade, and I've held every single job excel- sex-selling popcorn. Um,
0: I haven't had that job as a speech therapist yet, though.
1: You laugh, but that's... <laughs> I, in grade school, I had to take speech therapy. Yeah? Believe it or not. No, I believe it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I used to have to walk a kid to speech therapy uh, as like a partner like he couldn't just walk by himself
1: why we why we why would why would you need that? Like, I don't know. You like think you get
0: a teacher? It was a different time, man. The world wasn't ending. Yeah, you exactly. Let you could just kids s-
1: roam, send big old bullies Zane Riley <laughs> to make fun of you all the way to speech therapy. I was a good the fat
0: one's watching the little
1: one. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's like a master blaster yeah, Mad yeah. Max yeah. situation, which we'll be gotta, in that. I, yeah, we'll I be in you. that situation soon. I'll
0: okay. carry you on my back. That's fine. Okay. We got the gym. We got Papa Reilly's pump Palace going. I did legs today. My legs are fucking killing me. Real rough.
1: Oh, uh, Zane Riley yeah, hey, uh, there you go. <laughs> thank you for thank you for doing your own intro I appreciate yeah, it welcome. I am I didn't I am, even
0: introduce myself but they just assume that's me talking talking shit to you for not being able to speak
1: properly it's it's been a rough guys it's a day it's been we, some days it, Yeah, it's been some days, it's some days. It, has been some days. <laughs> it has been some days I'm recording this fresh off the heels of only getting 2 hours of sleep and mm-hmm. uh, only having two meals two meals and i just had my second and with those two meals consisted of uh, peanut butter oatmeal and four eggs each so, uh, I've only had eight eggs and two helpings of oatmeal in the past 48 hours, mm-hmm. on top of two hours of sleep, on top of my entire world crumbling go down ahead and around let's Go ahead and put out it out
0: there now, because I don't remember shit about this pay-per-view, so we might as well fill it with some good stuff.
1: <sighs> um, and also, too, let, let's go ahead and uh, throw this out here. Uh... <laughs> We this episode is coming out while the state of North Carolina is under lockdown.
0: Yeah, we yeah, the, yeah. the
1: order just came in mere minutes before we came in to record. You're listening to this, and the state this of North is a Cal- Tuesday to us. So there's only essential businesses, so the only people that are working are Zane Riley. Yeah, uh, just me, man. Just
0: you. How do you feel that Zane Riley is the face of essential employment?
1: that the, the, <laughs> they have they they have said Jake Manning. No, no, no. You're not allowed <laughs> to work anymore. Stay home. Stay home. And think about the fact that your your girlfriend just broke mm-hmm. up with you.
0: Your house is a whole lot more emptier and lonely now.
1: Because, uh, in her words, I have not spent enough quality time with her.
0: There's a shit ton of quality time going down right now. You should be happy.
1: That is the only commodity that I have. <laughs>
0: That's all I've got left.
1: Other than shitty merch that I've, I was hoping <laughs> to sell at WrestleMania weekend. Oh, man. That is all I have man. to offer Anybody right now, and I was told that I have not given enough of it, yeah. um, and so I am dealing with that on top of uh, a good friend of mine who I always wanted to get on the podcast. Clinton Orr, he passed away about a week ago, and that was pre- that was that was pretty rough. Um, but uh, you know, we're yammering on here like we normally do, and normally we have a, a comedian guest, but we uh, do not.
0: And I know what you're thinking. No, this is not wrestling and pop culture.
1: No, we 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 are going to do. A WrestleMania episode. We're gonna do a wrestling show episode <laughs> yep. without a non wrestling fan, much like WrestleMania, <laughs> where there'll be no fans. That's right. It, it's only topical fitting.
0: and not even on purpose. Like we didn't plan on not getting one. Yeah. It just unfortunately happened to the guests that we were going to have. They
1: Oh well the first guest They got we, coroned. <laughs> the, the yeah, the first the first guest we were gonna have uh broke my heart. And then the second guest yeah, that we were gonna yeah, have yeah, yeah. um Actually, she works as a barista and she informed me that because of Corona, her business shut down like completely Mm -hmm. and she now has to move back with her parents uh, just so she can live so stay safe out there guys yeah, um don't. we're we're still generating content yeah you're welcome because we don't really give a fuck and we've just taken and we just told jake manning who is a very strong part of the labor force <laughs> you have to stay home a very hardworking man very, very hard All wa- oh, it lies on your big shoulders yeah, Riley, so to carry got, the load of I'm the workforce i'm going to
0: take i'm going to bring us all back guys and then after this i'm going to start running for for local council okay uh Cause, I mean, obviously, there's not any wrestling anymore. Wrestling's done.
1: Oh, that's the thing. Like, wrestling... I think they said this about Paul Heyman, and I firmly believe it... Uh Falls on me as well. Um, they always used to say about Paul Heyman, if he didn't have professional wrestling, he would be a cult leader. um Hell yeah, let's start a cult. I would, I would probably be my own leader of my own militia uh, yep. of post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Well, you have Army. your bug out bag now. I have my bug out bag, and actually, as I pulled up, I noticed that my water purification tablets. Ooh. They came in, uh-huh. so that means I have secured water. Yeah. I have secured yeah, yeah. food, shelter, um, tools. And uh, a whole myriad of things that are going to allow me to survive anywhere from a week to 10 days. There you go. Just in one enti- one bag. So I'm pretty happy and stoked about that. I don't know how you guys are doing, but I'm uh, doing fantastic.
0: I, I live on the second floor of an apartment complex, and it's been my same plan every time, is that if shit went south, I have a sledgehammer, and I'm going to destroy the stairs that lead up to my apartment. Okay. Uh, that way I just, you know, king of the king of the hill. Okay. They have to come through me. I'm going to see them coming. All that's, right, that's ten feet they got to make up for to get to me, so
1: Okay, I, it's, no, my plan is is my plan is I have a nature preserve behind my house. Oh, and so and you I mean know, a park? You have a park behind you. <laughs> it's a nature preserve. Oh, they have a little like little trail through it. But okay. what I can do is I can just basically run on my back door, hop over my fence, and I can just kind of keep an eye on my house. Uh-huh. And if I see somebody come around fu- fucking around with my house, um, I can fuck them up.
0: That's right. Because you have a hatchet. I have a hatchet. You have a hatchet here.
1: I, I probably should come up with some like Home Alone like I movie was gonna traps. ask if
0: you were home alone up yet.
1: Yeah, I probably should come up with those and like just hide in the woods and use my house basically as bait. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a next level of the plan I haven't thought of yet. But I'm gonna work on that mm-hmm. since I got a little bit of time here. You have now, plenty of time. I got plenty of time. Uh, this is this is what this is what I think about when I'm not wrestling or doing stand up. Uh, <laughs> Which so, you're doing neither
0: of right. I'm now. I'm doing
1: neither of right now. I'm podcasting still. Yeah. And apparently there'll be ten bell. Pods still. <laughs> well, I mean. With. For now. Know. For
0: now. When that stops, that's the sign of the apocalypse. Honestly, I've been trying to get this thing to stop since episode 100. Oh, nobody.
1: So buddy, much I,
0: so that I had to create my own virus to spread amongst the world, hoping it would do it, and it hasn't yet. I
1: see. I, I, know, I know your tricks. Really. <laughs> I, know your tricks. Yep. I know your tricks. I know your tricks. I know you, you started this whole pandemic, so you yep. didn't have to do how so to get booked anymore. Do
0: this but, and I could get some time off of work. I'm essential business.
1: It's so. okay. We'll just do a clip show next week to keep it on going. <laughs> we'll just do a clip show little next show. week. little clip show little next layout. week. And then all of a sudden we'll come Boy. right on back with another episode as soon as everything clears up, yep. if the world is still there.
0: If if there is. And don't worry, if even if the world ends, I'm sure Jake will figure out a way for us to have to podcast this fucking show. And then, you know, we'll have it, guys. Don't worry.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, guys, uh, we we appreciate the support. <laughs> yeah we this uh, we we joke around about what the apocalypse is going to be like we joke around about everything but uh I'll tell you what the fact that the sale at high spots has been going so well which please continue please please continue to order from high spots even though we might not be able to be shipping your orders for an undetermined amount of time please please
0: please. I I think there's going to be some malarkey about Uh,
1: let's not put that on record let's not put that on Uh, record as an employee of high spots.com we will we will abide by the governor's order uh, of, of a shutdown of non-essential businesses. We, we, we shall do that.
0: Jake Manning is, however, going to move into high spots, coincidentally. <laughs> I, I, I have
1: already <laughs> filled out a change of address form. Uh, yep. so, uh, <laughs>
0: so come at me.
1: That's where I live. Now, but everybody already knows that. I'm sure if somebody says, "Do you live here?" and they're like, "My name is Jake Manning," they're like, "Oh, of course you do live you in Highspot. You do live here." But uh, we do su- appreciate the support, so please continue to support Highspots.com and continue to support this this podcast. Uh, as you but guys more importantly, do-
0: Highspots.com.
1: Most importantly, Highspots.com. <laughs> like, like, if if there's anything you could do and you want to spend money or so like how do we support you or do whatever uh, give it to Highspots.com. If you were thinking about supporting us with money
0: here at How Did This Get Booked I'm going to buy a t-shirt. No. Spend that money over at Highspots.com
1: and then just leave a review Jake.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's fucking segues boys. That is
1: absolutely perfect because like I get it money's tight but guess what typing words into a text bubble that's cheap that's free so if you're thinking like, Hey, this, how did this good book podcast is really kind of keeping this track on the rails mentally for me, <laughs> then leave a review. It, it doesn't have to be a very long review whatsoever. Like some people have left one line in that counts and it qualifies Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be five star either it can be three star four star even one star just activity that's all I need to to help climb up the charts a little bit so more people know about this podcast so that way this has not all been a waste unlike my last relationship but don't leave a one
0: star review motherfuckers
1: yeah we'll come find you we'll have time yeah once it has
0: plenty of time now
1: once I raise up my army we will find (laughs) you we will find you and, and it's but luckily one person I will not be finding because they left a five star reviews is a small 704 or still, hey, still sitting on top of the poll for boy. Apple Podcast, Still has not reached out to me about giving him his free t-shirt. Um, I probably need to go out of my way and give him the t-shirt. Also, same with John Moses and his girlfriend Cheyenne. Um, also, to on Stitcher, Keaton's is still sitting on top of the poll. So thank you so much for those reviews. I will say your name on the podcast till you are kicked off, which hopefully or happens. Or till the end of the world. Or this is the last uh, edition of How Did This Get Booked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So my plan has come to fruition.
1: It is all coming together. Unlike the topic of discussion today, okay? Um, this we, we we this is WrestleMania time, and we thought we were going to be taking off for WrestleMania. You might have forgotten. Yeah, and we decided to do this like two weeks ago. And Zane, I believe you said that you watched this two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken this this episode Yes, I watched
0: it about 2 weeks ago. You watched
1: 2 weeks ago. Well, it took me 2 weeks to watch this fucking show because it is a fucking eternity uh the topic of discussion today is wrestlemania 7 which the particulars of the show is wrestlemania 7 wrestlemania 7 took place march 24th 1991 at the la memorial sports arena in los angeles california attendance of the event is sixteen thousand one hundred and fifty eight, according to wikipedia the tagline for the show is stupor super stupor stupor uh, once again, uh What's the tagline of this show? Hey, walk me down to the speech therapist. Yeah, come Can on. you do that? I, Hop on Master hey, Blaster hey, Hop on Blasters hey. Back, Master. Please Let's go. My. Tagline is superstars and stripes forever. Um uh, this is obviously the legendary show that was supposed to happen at the LA Coliseum, but Slaughter claiming up and down that it was a security issue and that's why they moved it indoors. It had nothing to do with ticket sales whatsoever. Because <laughs> they were fantastic. This is a long disputed um, thing over the years. Uh, also, too, there was you know, Bruce Pritchard has talked about this and said it was kind of a little column A, little column B to bring it indoors. Yes, ticket sales were a little bit slow, but also, too, the expenses to run the LA Coliseum were very very high mm-hmm. and even if they drew 100,000 fans in the LA Coliseum they might have even still lost money so <laughs> um, just things were a little bit different at the time so it's just uh, you can believe what you want to believe about the show a lot of auspicious things around it much like this year um, there's a really funny meme floating around uh, that I had a hand in coming up with on 10 Bell Pod where they have a bunch of cardboard uh, people sitting in stands and basically the Text is... Ladies and gentlemen, at the performance center, we just set an indoor attendance record of ninety three thousand three hundred and twenty seven. So, just wait. For, I'm just waiting for that announcement at the performance center. It is a record attendance. So, have
0: you already seen the shirts that WWE is putting out? The I wasn't there. I wasn't there. That's clever. Yeah,
1: and if they're clever, they'll they'll, they'll fudge the attendance. Yeah, I hope so. I, I really fucking hope yeah. so. they do that. Any that,
0: number they give, or yeah. they might play the direct on the zero. Yeah, but they have set an attendance a record of zero. But yeah, that would be fucking. As awesome. long as they do that, yeah,
1: that would be. If, if if it's so on the nose, like I might be like
0: just as much on board if they did some oh, astronomical yeah, yeah, number. Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. And, like, God bless every one of those people that are going to wrestle on WrestleMania this year. Have you
0: watched any of the Empty Arena stuff?
1: <laughs> Bits and pieces. I've watched
0: the very first one, and I thought the, it was SmackDown was the first one. I think it was, like, a week or so ago. I thought it was fantastic. It was just, like, way to go. And, like, I haven't seen AEW stuff, but I've heard great things, uh, how much better it was than... Oh, yeah,
1: AEW was, was incredible. It. If it. Was, if that was in front of a live audience, it would have been the show of the year. But also, too, they, they did a lot of really good work with promo packages. Yeah. Um but it was weird to see Matt Hardy show up. <laughs> yeah, to nothing. <laughs> to nothing. Yeah, because I didn't my see that entire spot. twenty years of my life has <laughs> been Matt Hardy appears. Just randomly showing up places. <laughs> and people lose their fucking of shit. Course. That has been my 20-year experience with Matt Hardy, I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah, That's yeah. basically what I've seen. So the fact that he shows up and it's quiet is disturbing to me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: but, yeah, it's insane. Like, uh, talk about being put in the worst position, regardless of how you feel about any of them. Being put in the worst position and then, like, like succeeding in a way. Like, I mean, they just because you didn't like WWE's version to AEW's, they both went there and wrestled in front of no one and, you know, did a great job. Which is supposed to be impossible, Mm -hmm. you know. It's hard to have that type of emotion and then go out there in front of no one and continue that emotion. Yeah. So I good on both of them. I'll probably watch WrestleMania, which I haven't done (laughs) in the the past. Uh, Even though we were at WrestleCon, I still didn't really just kind of just get real drunk and not really pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm gonna watch this time and get real drunk.
1: I think Arn Anderson said it best. Is he was talking about uh, like. You can't imagine how much more those bumps hurt in front of nobody, and we yeah nothing to ride on. We've done a couple of like custom matches before, but Mm -hmm. the idea is to bump as little as possible, and we've executed that. But to put on a WrestleMania caliber match or a TV quality match and bumping around, like I can't imagine how much that hurts with no adrenaline, no crowd to feed off of. I. Don't even want to think about yeah. that. That's, that, that's like <laughs> that, a you anxious. That is like day one wrestling school, shit. yeah. And that's not going to be fun. All right, now come out here and take a little tip toss, okay? All right, now going back, yep, pretty much. That's that's basically what it's like. But uh, so we'll be no fans, we're, and, we're gonna yeah. be watching history, yes, we will. And, and speaking of history, this 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 happened, event, <laughs> this happened and something that we didn't see that did happen was the dark match on the mm-hmm. show was Coco beware versus the Brooklyn brawler, which is very, that it, yep. I can't think of anything more 1991 ish. Yep, Then your dark match on WrestleMania being Coco beware and Brooklyn brawler. <laughs> like that is the most 1991 shit. Frankie ever. the parrot got a fucking mania payday. Uh, did he? <laughs> did he? If he get, if Frankie the parrot got 15,000, like those people in the battle <laughs> Royal in, in Arizona did. Yeah. They're, Frankie's good to go man and bird money that's insane bird money bird money <laughs> <laughs> is there just a picture of some bird man
0: <laughs> it is it's different it's bird man from the ra- the rapper Yeah, doing the hand thing mm-hmm. toucan Sam's on the 20 mm-hmm. you know famous, famous birds yeah famous birds famous, famous,
1: birds. D- famous dead birds <laughs> <laughs> toucan Sam's still alive yeah well, I don't, I, Frankie, I mean, not so much. I think is Frankie's he? dead. the peanut guy just died. So, like, yeah.
0: yeah, we'll see. Oh, but then like that happened right after the Kobe thing, and so they like kind of pretended that that didn't happen anymore.
1: Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh, uh, yeah. I
0: heard the, that he's hush hush back alive. Because <laughs> mm. I think he fell out of an airplane, a, a helicopter.
1: <gasps> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that I think and that crazy. happened like
0: right at the same time that Whoa. the the Kobe's. The
1: Man, 2020 is fucking weird. It's killing a brother. Man. Jesus this is this is like a weird, I and mean, speaking of weird, yeah. uh, this uh, this intro video, where we're really hyping up this Iraq versus u s a thing,
0: yeah, which was a real which was real uh, topical when we were going to have a girlfriend here.
1: Yeah, who was an Iraqi immigrant. Well,
0: I mean, she still is, but...
1: She still is, but she's not my girlfriend anymore. Um, And I I like how you pose it to her like, oh, you want to watch WrestleMania 7? She's like, sure, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I booked it, it turns out.
1: And then uh, I looked at her and like, well, you're going to have to continue to love me for a few more weeks. And she's (laughs) like, no, thank you. I'm out. Um, I'd rather watch WrestleMania... I don't
0: have time for you. You don't have time for me and I don't have time for your stupid fucking podcast. No, I don't either.
1: Uh, So I'd rather watch WrestleMania 7 by myself <laughs> Much like these guys Are bumping By themselves Maybe
0: she watched it And was like Nope Nope I'm done
1: Oh I didn't even get a chance To get it Give it to her Like I didn't even get to the point That like I'd worked up enough Like time That hey, <laughs> You know Maybe we can get together Watch this and Come on over and hang out You know we can do some drugs If you want she, Come on over Hang out Of course like, Nah I'm busy But of course I'm the one That doesn't have <laughs> yeah. Time for her So yeah. I digress Either way. Um, speaking of doing drugs, Willie Nelson sang, <laughs> sang at the beginning of the show.
0: Sang <laughs> America Beautiful looking like Willie Nelson does now.
1: Now. Right fucking now. God bless Willie Nelson. He's going to make it through just fucking fine. They bring out Hacksaw to be on commentary. Um, I don't know why I have the words my story in there. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um Whatever. Do you, do you have
0: a story about WrestleMania 7, Hacksaw,
1: uh, doing commentary? No, I Could do Did he not. tell you
0: a story one no, of the times you've wrestled him?
1: No, no. Oh, I know what this is, and this doesn't really apply. Fuck it. Uh, oh. Let's go into... Okay. something a... <laughs> bad. It's uh, something bad. Oh, never mind. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to scare people. I don't want to pry I don't want to scare you. people, even though we had post-apocalyptic talk at yeah. the beginning of this podcast. Don't want to scare them. Um,
0: we haven't broke out our, our, our weird... Uh, uh, conspiracy conspiracy theories. We'll so. save that for the end. We'll save that for <laughs> the mean, end. You guys might have heard so many. You might not want to hear them from us. No, we're the ones that
1: are right, especially since this is a conspiracy theory podcast, <laughs> and people are trying to listen to get a break from reality exactly, and the, exactly, and depressing. Exactly. So let's talk about war. Let's, uh. <laughs> or we could talk about the fucking rockers. Yeah, taking on Haku and Barbarian. And Barbarian looking good. The, Barbarian it, looking good. That is in my goddamn nose. He's a sick, boy fucking barbarian. Like if, if you are, this is, I hope this does not come off as sexist, but let's, let's. well, I mean,
0: it it can't come off any other way now that you've premised it with that, that way, but yeah, go on.
1: But if we were to, if we are to take a, a step back in time into an era of,
0: uh, if we went back to ninety one,
1: no, I'm thinking even further back. I'm okay. thinking in like hunter gatherer societies. Okay, if you as, as a woman oh, are trying yeah, yeah. to uh, attract the attention of a man who will give you safety, security, produce. For you,
0: under gatherer time back in the past, or a couple months from now.
1: I, yes, uh, th- those things. A man that will provide for you, yep. pr- protection, uh, provide for you, uh, offspring that will be of good genetic stock. Mm-hmm. If you are a, to a rebuild woman, the rebuilt society. To rebuild society this fucking barbarian. Is yeah, like this for, is the like, one brother, I want. This, this is what you want. Like, I mean, it's as barbarian barbarian's as, not too far I, off. I, w- I was feeling that as a man. And yeah. I can't re- reproduce children. No, like, I, I will was, try for him. I will try for him. <laughs> I will try to produce him the best quality son I possibly can <laughs> to carry on our genetic matter and push ourselves up the the whole landscape of the universe and the, the economic stature, status, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Fucking badass. Yep.
0: Looking great. Like, moving, moving like a million bucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and and Rockers, fucking <laughs> love it, man. Yeah. Love me some fucking Shawn Michaels. Just the, the double hip toss, double elbow, yeah. double kip up. Uh, and then Barb comes with a double line out of nowhere. <laughs> and then double supers, like yep. the whole opening sequence. And I remember one time when I was 270, uh, I tagged with Barbarian against uh, Jason Jones, Leland Race, and somebody else. Who was a, probably one of Georgia's students? Somebody like you know I, I don't I can't remember who maybe Charlie Dreamer or something like that. And Barb just had a flashback <laughs> of to when he used to wrestle the Rockers, uh-huh. um, and. He made you do all the haku spots, yeah, haku spots, the also the warlord spots, and he's just like, "Was oh you so, oh, do this?" and it was a lot of like stuff like the double whips yeah. and you come with this, and I'll come with this, and come with, and then like uh, crawl between my legs, and then give this guy a cross body, mm. and it was there was a lot of like cool tag stuff that like I haven't like done since or even seen anywhere mm. else, and uh, Barb was just fucking great at that, but. Yeah, this was this is I love this fucking get match. Up it, yeah. Fucking love this match. Anything else you have to say other no, than No, you know, this
0: isn't not a bad pay-per-view whatsoever. Just a wonky premise, but there's some good hot shit, like especially yeah. here in a little bit.
1: Mhm.
0: When we get to like the next tag match, holy fuck.
1: Mhm. Like I like Barb's power slam from the is yep. pretty fucking awesome. Yep. Match fucking happens. He isn't goes a commentary. Uh, we get Regis and Marla Maples and Alex Trebek in the back. They're a big part of the show. Yep. We'll talk about them probably multiple times. And then we get to match number two. Well, you
0: know, I said this the show's real good. but well, This is one of the exceptions. This
1: is for sure one of the ex- exceptions.
0: It might be the exception. Uh,
1: Texas Tornado taking on Dino Bravo. Holy fuck. And in my notes. Poor Dino fucking Bravo. Said by nobody fucking ever. <laughs> Especially the guy that murdered him in his home. Yeah. Carrie um, Von Eric. Man. <laughs> In my notes, it says, "How fucked up was Kerry Von Erich?" Oh God! Oh! Oh! Tornado! And fucking everything up! Like oh half foot! I wrote down in here. I go, Kerry Von Erich could wrestle for five dollars wrestling. Yes! Like that's how bad he is. No, Kerry Von Erich
0: was great. The the. Texas Tornado could be on $5. Okay. He'd Texas be teaming is, up with American Idiot. Okay.
1: All right. The Kerry Von Eric, that was the Missouri state champion. Yeah, that you know, guy. He he could definitely be, you know, world champion. But obviously, Texas Tornado. Texas
0: Tornado with Carrie uh, Von Eric with two feet oh, could, you know, could go forever. Not, okay. not half a foot.
1: T- fucking half a foot Texas Tornado nope. taking on Jeff
0: Hard. Oh, man. Oh. Kick the dust up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because of a Texas tornado. That's yeah, why the it, dust is kicked that's up. That's right. It all it all oh, fucking hey, makes sense. It all my song. It all makes sense yeah. now. It all fucking makes sense. Um, this match doesn't last long. Good. No, nor <laughs> fucking should it. Nope. Uh, but that's okay. We go right into a warlord. I didn't movie. even realize Jimmy
0: Hart was there. <laughs> he was I'm looking, there. I'd say, so that's the thing. I'm like I'm, I'm following along uh, with the the Wikipedia like the match mm-hmm. order. Uh, just so, to help me remember and it says with Jimmy Hart and I don't recall Jimmy Hart being there with Dino Bravo
1: at all and you know that Jimmy Hart if there's a red light around and available <sighs> he'll find you know it a baby but he could not find it nope. in this match because he's like, oh, God damn, hey, baby. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, but, but this Texas tornado is fucking shit up left and right. Am I right, Dino? You know? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dino. I'm sorry, Dino. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this is happened to to you. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, don't sit around and drink a Molson and watch uh, hockey on a particular night <laughs> <laughs> a few years from baby, now. Maybe Come out with me, baby. Maybe <laughs> Come back with me. Always hang out with me, baby. <laughs>
0: But we fixed it here, though. We fixed, oh, no, I don't, Do we have a segment
1: between the two? Yes, we got Warlord doing an interview. That fixes uh, that's everything. That's right. There we go. <laughs> you know. And then we have uh, David Boy Smith, who just announces WWE Hall of Fame. I don't know how that's going to... Are they can do that, the Hall That's of just fame? been canceled. No, it's been it, canceled. They just canceled? And we're yeah, just
0: they putting... canceled that in NXT. Which I think is why uh, the actual mania is now two different nights. Saturday, Sunday. Because like, uh, got... I don't I don't know why you couldn't do that. I guess you want to have want to be able to have all those people there for the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, that's what I that's so what I was I thinking. Like I was can. thinking that like,
0: like I don't know why you couldn't just still have the Hall of Fame thing, but I guess you want those people, like especially the guys that are alive.
1: Yeah. That's what I that's what I want. That's what I'm thinking. Is like the, you gotta you gotta have those guys in because this is the this is the fucking Hall of Fame. All right. Like I feel bad for the people uh because of the Olympics. They have to wait another year. Yeah. Like that's when you're that high of a caliber athlete and then you have to wait another year Mm -hmm. when you've been basically setting up your year to peak at this time. And you might even be setting up your four years, depending on what your sport is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough fucking pill to swallow. Um, so yeah, hopefully we get Davey like the full pomp and circumstance that he fucking deserves. Um, maybe not so much for this promo though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this whole segment, really, there's like uh, where he has uh, Winston talking to him mm-hmm. and says, uh, "There's uh, no bull in this bulldog."
0: <laughs> I know what you're going for, Bubba. It didn't land right. Oh, it did not
1: land right. <laughs> Nor did the end of your life land. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Under auspicious circumstances. It's cool. <laughs> but that's okay. Just yeah. like all good Hall of Famers. <laughs> it's just like every fucking Hall of Famer fucking should. Okay, yep. Yep. every fucking Hall of Famer should. Um, match number three: British Bulldog, Warlord. Fucking great match. Yeah. Which is, and I know they they kind of like. Warlord and, and British Bulldog, they they kinda had a match and they like their own match that they would do and they would work on and you see it on a lot of I think there's like some Coliseum home home videos. There's a couple matches of them, also two like house show loops. It was always like Bulldog and Warlord. They've been doing this match for a while and then putting it on a pay per view. Uh pretty cool. You can see why it's so good. Yeah. Um the funny thing that like it sticks out to me with Davy boy at this in this period of time is he's got the fucking like bear claw scratches mm-hmm. on the pecs. I remember that was like such a thing in high school like oh we, I need to build up my chest so I can get those fucking bear claw scratches cuz that <laughs> means I'm getting swole as a motherfucker. Yeah. The like, little riblet looking yeah, nails. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where like this the skin yeah, gets yeah. stretched so big. Oh, okay. Stretch marks. Stretch you marks. want stretch marks. Stretch marks, yeah. Stretch marks or around the, around the pecs because yeah. you grew them so big. I remember like that's what we were trying to aim for in high school. And like, let me tell you how to get those. How do you get those? I've got.
0: I own a gym now, uh-huh. so like, steroids. Man, scout, get on the fucking steroids. Get on the. Get on the sauce. Get on the juice and the sauce. I'm just trying Put to get,
1: them together. I'm just trying to get on the food, brother.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Clearly not, mister. I've only eaten twice in the last three days. I've
1: been fucking working, okay? Me and Amazon employees are trying to make as much money for our our overlords as yeah. possible so we can for, stay employed. For our, so our lord we can, and savior, So Jeff we can Bezos. do our own little, like, pittons of fucking podcasts. You know? <laughs> Um, we're just, you know, we're not in a, uh, we're a non-essential business. Unlike the LAPD, Ugh. who get a shout out from, uh, Bobby Heenan. Whoa. And uh, this is Rodney King time. Yeah. This
0: is during the LA riot stuff, right? Yep.
1: This is. And Bobby Heenan says, I got him f- out for that. Yep. <laughs> he goes, I got friends in the LAPD. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Take it how you will.
1: Somehow. I, I think that age is worse than the USA versus Iraqi
0: stuff. Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. Well, I want
1: to make we're on the same page. Yeah, no, that, that definitely. And it gets a little worse a little later on, yeah. but we're not there yet. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, the, oh, I I don't know why I was so enamored by these guys' physiques. I got a note in here that says, once again, it's taken me two weeks to watch this fucking show. So yeah, some yeah. of these notes, as I look down, I go, I wrote what? And one of the things I wrote was warlord not spreading his butt cheeks in the tanning bed <laughs> you know because i i used to date a stripper uh which is not the last girl girlfriend this was like five six girlfriends yeah. ago and she told me a trick you know because when you, you you see you get kind of that starfish kind of thing underneath the butt cheek yeah. when you tan- the, the way to avoid that is like the last minute or two is you sit down on the tanning bed and you spread your cheeks out yeah okay. basically just put your so like you sit up yeah, you sit up okay. and you are, are you taking notes right now? It looks like you are taking yeah, notes. Yeah, I'm
0: 100. Okay,
1: so you 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 sit up in the tanning bed uh-huh. and basically you spread your your butt cheeks as far far as possible. Basically, yeah, you put your butthole yeah, yeah, yeah on the, on the fl- glass on the glass. Yeah. Basically, so that's why it's spread apart so it's dispersed. Buttholes
0: in the glass, the club. Nope, nope no, no good. good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's basically what you're doing, okay. and it kind of eliminates right. it under. Underneath the under like, cheek, li- the under cheek yeah, line. Yeah. So top of the
0: thigh, bottom of the cheek.
1: Yeah. Also, too, if you take deodorant, I think if you take deodorant like around your like private ingredients after you trim, it avoids razor rash or something like that. Like there was there was a little trick there too. Hell of a stripper. It's been. fun I kept her on just for <laughs> for advice. Uh, I tried to keep her on, but she ran away from me too. <laughs> <laughs> much like every good woman has. Um, and rightfully so. I I'll,
0: I'll never leave you, Jake.
1: <laughs> Are you a good woman? Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> um. But I'm your bottom bitch. Uh, I'm always glad to have my bottom bitch. Anyways, uh, the crowd loved this one and so did I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I wrote. Then we get the Nasty Boys interview. Yeah, we do. The Hard Foundation interview. And I'm just like, so much yelling. Yeah. That's so unnecessary. Yeah.
0: I'll just... And the consummate promo man himself, Bret Hart, killing it over here. Yeah, just uh,
1: everybody yelling so loud. Like, <laughs> gotta let everybody know. And the, what's funny is there's all this yelling going on in these promos. But when Ric Flair gets to the company about a year or so later, mm-hmm. Vince is screaming at him going, why the fuck are you yelling in promos? What, <laughs> was Ric Flair the guy that made you realize that maybe guys shouldn't be yelling in promos when you have put out... Fucking several years of guys yelling in promos. Have, have you have, have you seen The Ultimate Warrior? Yeah. Have, have you seen, like, everybody else, every show you've <laughs> ever fucking produced ever? Why is Ric Flair now the fucking tipping point for you, Vince? Like, I don't get it. Um, Nor did Macaulay Culkin, probably, at this time. He was yeah. a very young child. Did they was,
0: acknowledge him to be Macaulay Culkin?
1: No, they did not. Okay, they just called him a kid, right? They just called him, called him a kid.
0: Okay, yeah. That kid's Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. And, you know who else is sitting in front row? Who? Donald Trump
1: yeah yeah we, we, we get through all the celebrities at one point in time right
0: I didn't there. realize did they do they introduce him later yes okay at this point i hadn't they hadn't introduced him when I saw it i was like what the fuck?
1: yeah just bro, bro just sitting there well, ugh. Ugh, the man that's gonna save us from this pandemic ugh. I was waiting for somebody to do something that's okay all right uh, uh, what, 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 I'm waiting. I'm still waiting for somebody to do something. Yeah. Not about that. Not about what I said. I mean about the fucking pandemic that's ruining <laughs> the economy you know. and fucking killing people. What? This so match, this finish is real hot.
0: You know. Yeah. This finish
1: is real. <sighs>
0: so you know they talk about
1: match the, number four. Hard Foundation, Nasty Boys.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, this finish.
0: The, oh man. The match is good. You know, it's what it, it's 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 good. I like it. But this finish. This is so intricate mm-hmm. that any old timer that like this gives any shit to any osprey opener or anything like that, go fuck yourself. Okay. This shit took forever to pull off and it was very good. Uh-huh. And very smooth, but there were so many moving parts.
1: Oh yeah. There was a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of old school blind tags. Yeah. There's a lot I mean, like, you don't see this type of tag wrestling.
0: This can't w- be first time together. Kind of mad. Like, they would have had to been doing the loops.
1: They have been doing the loops. getting hard. This match Yeah. And you you will never see a tag match like this in WWE ever again, for sure. Like, for the foreseeable future, you will not see tag matches like this anymore, yeah. ever. Like, blind tags. This is about a Southern. The Revival
0: is as close as you were ever going to get. Yeah. The, and they're the, leaving. Yes.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> um... But yeah, this this match is okay for me. It's not as good as the Rocker match, yeah. but I'm a Sean guy. Yeah, and I know. No, I, where, I know. I know where I just
0: love this this finish so much. I thought the finish was really good. Is
1: it going to pop up on a Queens of Combat sometime? Oh, you,
0: well, if if that ever comes back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. No, I gotta get some. I gotta get some tag champs that are able to pull this off.
1: I'll, I'll piece it together.
0: Yeah, thank you, buddy. That's, uh, I got you. That's all I need. I
1: I, I I'll, I'll walk everybody. I got enough. It'll be a whole
0: bunch of you and me doing the match over and over again to show I, fi-
1: I feel confident enough that I could talk through your tag champs so they can understand it properly. Right on. I feel confident that I can communicate with them, because that's all they need is just somebody to communicate it mm. to them properly.
0: So, I feel confident. So you're saying that a girl needs a man to tell her how to do things?
1: No, I just speak their language. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so what are we doing now Jake uh, we're recapping Jake the Snake <laughs> Roberts and Rick the Model Martel. I
0: fucking love this whole package
1: oh, I love this package
0: I love this whole story
1: this is fucking match number five blindfold match Rick the Model Martel taking on Jake the Snake Roberts like
0: Now, this is actually a match that I would rip off for Queens of Combat. Oh, I man. would do it at the WrestleCade show where there's actually people.
1: No, I I think you could do this at Hebron Hall. You think so? Hebron Hall is where you want to do I this. I just like
0: the, the uproar every time he's doing the panning finger
1: oh, gimmick. You know, the louder, match, the better. This match is so fucking good. And yeah. I I can't. Do you think. It's so simple. Did, and do just, you think they took this around the loop? I don't know that they could. Yeah, I don't think they could either. Like I think this is I mean, like it would have
0: to be just they're very good and those are gimmick masks of
1: course. And, well, they're obviously gimmick
0: yeah. masks, obviously.
1: But do you? How much of this do you call in the ring?
0: It's probably easier to call since they you can't really see the lips moving. So if you can't hear,
1: but if you're pointing your finger and they're making too much noise and you can't fucking hear,
0: unless they, well they could have called it in the back more in a way of like, hey, I'm gonna keep doing this and always just miss you. Up until this particular point. Yeah. So when this little nod or nuance or situation happens, that's when we bump into each other and as soon as I touch you get the fuck away. Yeah, like this would've had to have been called in the back, but they couldn't have taken this around the loop and make this special. No,
1: and I, I think that they've they've got a story and they're going out there and playing this as real as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really see you, but, like, when there's a moment of, like, could possibly interact with each other or get close to touching each other, it's very organic.
0: The the way they barely miss each other is just so, like, smooth and beautiful.
1: And and then there's even, like, some nuances, like the clapping of the hands Mm -hmm. to throw the guy out, like, clap the hands and then move away quickly, quickly. Um Whip off backdrop and then just walk, walk out away. Don't Mm -hmm. even take the backdrop. Like, oh, like just they're super fucking hot for Jake. You couldn't have done this with anybody but fucking Jake. Yeah. Like it just. I
0: I love the the glass over ideal like that whole. I remember this story very vividly from being a kid and watching all this.
1: Yeah, and, and also to Martel, like, crawling around mm-hmm. and then touching the fucking bag and not realizing he's touching the fucking bag. Like, oh, just every fucking second of this fucking match is unbelievable. And you know what's funny? Is growing up, like, I would see a lot of, um, you know, message board stuff, insider magazines, all kinds of different things. And mm-hmm. they would always talk about this match. Uh, not being that good or being an embarrassment or one of the worst Wrestlemania matches of all time and anybody who fucking thinks that ever like I when I was watching this, I almost fucking tweeted out, like, if you don't fucking love <laughs> the blindfold match between Rick the Model Martel and Jake the Snake Roberts from WrestleMania 7, we cannot be fucking friends.
0: You're a motherfucking motherfucker.
1: <laughs> and I said it to my girlfriend and she's like, Fine, I'm done.
0: Like, oh yeah! <laughs> what a setup.
1: What a setup. <laughs> like, like it's just Oh, this fucking match is fucking next level. Yeah. Next fucking level if you just listen to this podcast just to hear us talk about shit and you don't really watch things or like oh, I remember watching this as a kid and I haven't seen yeah, it in a while watch Google us. it give this thing a Google it's probably on the daily motion yeah fucking check this fucking match up get on the fucking network what the yeah. else are you gonna fucking do yeah you got or all this time watch this fucking match this is the fucking match of the whole fucking pay-per-view hands this is fucking master class unbelievable this is what you aspire to as a
0: storyteller <laughs> boom but Love. then we get this next fucking match. So who gives a shit? <laughs> well,
1: and, and let me. One more thing. The the finish two, DDT, I mean, you can't find them. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. I. I, I, I we could go on forever. We could. But that's. We've got, I don't know, 10 more matches to fucking oh, go. Oh, Jesus Christ, uh, at least. Uh, and we still have to get through the Nasty Boy celebration, which actually, in the real celebration, they lost one of the tag belts with Willie Nelson. Oh, good. That's part of the urban legend that they won the belts, they partied with Willie Nelson on their tour bus, and they lost one of the <laughs> tag team
0: belts. Willie Nelson stole it. Yeah. <laughs> Willie Nelson's was like, I think I'll keep this.
1: And that he should.
0: He was like, well, they didn't pay me for America the Beautiful as much as I wanted, so. Here it is. One half tag team champions, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Which do you think his favorite nasty boy was?
1: Oh, everybody likes knobs. Yeah. I mean, Sags probably. Tri- uh, Sags him up. Looking, was looking real thin. Yeah. yeah. Probably could have, like, fell on his butt for a pile driver if he wanted to. Yeah. As opposed to just drop somebody on the head. Maybe
0: back then, maybe not. Probably not now. No, definitely not now. <laughs> I will corroborate
1: that statement for sure. But let's get on to match number six, where we have the dead man, the Grim Reaper. Soul Stealer yep. taking on the Undertaker, yep.
0: Black Glove, Black Glove Undertaker.
1: <laughs> you did not get a joke. It. No, I got it. You, got, it. My it. Joke? Okay, you got, it. got my I joke? You my joke? It okay, it. I, got, I got my I joke. Got, I got a joke. Okay, let me joke in there because I thought I'm
0: Undertaker. I get it. I get it because he allegedly killed a lady.
1: That was a good joke. I thought you'd no no, I'm glad you know, like sell it. No, good. I liked
0: it. Got it. No. Good. I mean, you're, you're talking about your other podcast on here and that's the thing, but, like- Oh, I didn't
1: say that at all. I made no <laughs> reference or mention to it. As a matter of fact, you should listen to a crime and sports podcast on it, yeah. even though they did far less work on it than what probably we did. Uh, <laughs> they had far more ears on it. Yeah. They have way more ears on it and they, and they talk about it way more. So there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, snooker wearing boots, which I heard a thing. <laughs> I don't like my
0: snooker in boots.
1: Well, I heard a thing recently. Um, somebody was talking. Uh, actually, Alex Chamberlain was talking about this. He was having a conversation with Jimmy Snooker. And at one point, already, there's a lot to unpack. Hold on. There's a lot to unpack there. He see, He had a conversation with, like, not recently, but at some point in time. <laughs> he, he,
0: he, I don't think you meant, like, right there. <laughs>
1: What do you, like, seanced him? <laughs> I want to clarify that it wasn't recently because um, you know. he's dead. Um, it, what I'm trying to say is, at one point in time, Alex Chamberlain had a conversation with Snooka, and Snooka said that when he's a heel, I I mean. when, when Snooka when would be a heel, he would put boots on. Oh. He goes, uh, heel Snooka wears boots, whereas Babyface Snooka is barefoot but we have boots Jimmy right here so yeah. Jimmy did I didn't know
0: that he was heel or not I just saw this match sucks well he had <laughs> boots on so he was a fucking heel I guess so
1: um I like Heenan uh, made the reference uh, right in the pineapple <laughs> Adam's apple same thing yep there's, there's some good ones in there yeah. and some more problematic ones which we'll get to um I like how they tried to have this really cool spot where he catches Jimmy into the tombstone, mm-hmm. but it kind of got fucked up. I, I appreciate the effort. Yeah. And and swinging for the fences there. Is um, that, how
0: long? This is how many in Undertaker?
1: This is number one.
0: Okay, is it number one? This is number one. Okay. So yeah, you can't. I mean, number one, mean Mark biggest stage of them all. Of course, he's gonna fucking little flub a, flub a little bit. Yeah, he got, you got he'll Snook over here in the boots. He can't do shit. Yeah, not yeah. In those boots.
1: Well, don't worry. A, a few years later, um, maybe almost two decades later, you're gonna have a fucking badass match with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, it's gonna fine. be one of the best of all time.
0: Yeah. You gotta get through El Gigante to get there, but but you'll do it, kid.
1: You, you're gonna get there. They're, <laughs> yeah. g- they're gonna hold that match up against some of the greatest matches of all time.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> don't worry, me, Mark.
1: But speaking of greatest matches of all time, this next one: Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ultimate Warrior.
0: Holy shit!
1: This this hype video. Um, just the the only thing that was weird about the hype video that I want to bring up is Sherry on her knees. In front of Warrior, that was a little weird. <laughs> the microphone in front of her face. Yeah, that was um, that was a little weird. But everything about this entire segment down to them showing Elizabeth in the crowd. Like, wait yeah. a minute, that's Elizabeth. That's Elizabeth. Like, you make a deal out of that, and you have Macho King come out with Ultimate Warrior, career match. Um, fucking, you know, as much as we put over Jake the Snake for his storytelling. Yeah. The fucking carry job. 20 fucking minutes of a carry job. 20 minutes. Fucking hell, man. And, and like, I fucking lo- like, I love that Randy Savage is like, okay, the Ultima Warrior can do this, 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 this. Yep. I will tell a story with these things and these things only. Mm-hmm. Like, it just is specific. Like, I know what he can't do. So I'm eliminating all that right, <laughs> now. right off the table. And it and takes I, a
0: lot off the plate.
1: And the thing is, though, too, like th- there could be some criticism, like him dropping elbow as many, many times as possible. Yeah. And then, you know, the war doing what he does as many times as possible. But, like, you think about it, what else are they going to fucking do? Yeah. And he's like, I got to up the stakes. And it's not like he's got any more fucking moves. And it's not like he's going to make any other fucking move look great. <laughs> so how about I just fucking do this repetitively? Yeah. Like that's that's completely outside of the box thinking. And, that's, and looking back at it, like it's genius. Mm. It's fucking, fucking genius. Um, I do like that it Macho uh, kind of pre-bumped on a lot of the punches. <laughs> I don't and, blame him. I don't blame him. I ain't mad. I, I ain't mad at all. I heard stories. <laughs> I just got done talking to a man who has got stories. Um, <laughs> Alex Chamberlain? Yeah, yeah. Just talk to him. He okay, he's talking sure. to He was sitting down with Jimmy Snooker. It, it was a really weird kind of conversation. I
0: was like, How'd you get that body up? He's all like, right. Don't worry, don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> Pay no attention to this uh lady doing a seance.
0: <laughs>
1: and I I love how in, in pro wrestling, if a woman is bad, it's okay to hit her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I, I just And women are all for it.
1: Oh yeah. They're
0: the most excited. I oh. can't hit that bitch.
1: It's like it's like when a when you're midget and you, <laughs> Hold on you call them a midget, you yeah. know, like,
0: like you're like, look at that midget,
1: yeah, and they get really excited, like ah, damn, right,
0: <laughs> <of a> midget, <laughs> right? Them, they, yeah. they get happy about yeah. it, they get real <laughs> fucking happy about it. Oh, this man's progressive,
1: yeah, um, yeah, just uh, look, I'm looking at my notes. Oh yeah, yeah like every bit of this is fucking, great. Yeah, 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 it just. Uh, it just, it just, I get I just repeat all the notes. Like, this is awesome. This is awesome. This mm-hmm. is awesome. It's just, there, there's, you know, it. Everybody kind of knows yeah. that this is fucking awesome. Like, this is, I think this is, I think this is a better match than his steamboat match because, because of who he's working with. Yeah. Like, the, to me, because he went
0: out another classic with a goddamn fucking ball. classic.
1: Yeah. Like, the, 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 he's doing this with a fucking just, fucking oaf yeah of an individual and he's putting on on this story and then even the after Mm -hmm. match stuff with elizabeth
0: oh man that the elizabeth stuff was real good i got i got a little bit of pimply i got a little little gooses got a couple geese in there i mean but everybody in the crowd crying now i don't know how much of a plant that was or whatever but people just fucking sobbing
1: yeah like here's the thing like I've seen this on like multiple like the highlight reels and mm-hmm. it's it's it, you know even like dark side of the ring like th- this footage of uh, that happened at WrestleMania seven where he gets a, his woman but like it's I don't know if I've seen WrestleMania seven beginning to end yeah. until like we did till now till now I, I've probably seen a couple of matches I think I started at one time and then, like I just didn't have time to finish it or something like that and I never got to this match but seeing this entire segment. Beginning to end, and just him getting kicked by Sherry and not realizing it was Sherry kicking him. And then Elizabeth's in there, and he thinks it might be her that yeah. kicked him. And then they let him know, like, no, and him
0: selling his ass off for Sherry's kicks, too. Yeah, and, and I thought that was a big, and I thought that was cool. And but also,
1: too, like the commentators putting it over, like, kicking a man while he's down, yeah. okay. and he goes, No, that was our meal ticket, and he fucked that up, you know. And mm-hmm. and then like Liz just can't take it anymore, and just you know. <laughs>
0: How different would it have been if she'd have ate shit getting over those that guardrail?
1: Uh, I guarantee they practice that. Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a thousand percent sure they they <laughs> just, did a dry just run just of that.
0: Fucking eats it face first.
1: And but just the the whole thing of like I'm here for you. I just mm-hmm. goosebumps. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I everything on it. emotionally. Yeah, I I don't like I said I've seen this footage a million times and been emotionally unmoved. Yeah, but seeing this whole thing lay out like mm-hmm. I felt something. Yeah. The whole
0: segment together and where it laid in the world and everything.
1: Yeah. But then, you know, back to the match here, I just wonder if this is, you know, like kind of the precursor to highly choreographed mania matches. Why, wouldn't
0: he always kind of notoriously choreographed though? Yeah,
1: but like, does it? But as far as company-wide. Gotcha. You know, like people seeing the success of like, oh, fuck, like. Randy did that with the Warriors. <laughs> well, then maybe instead of just letting these fucking guys go out there and call it in the fucking ring like we let them do every fucking Survivor Series, yeah, maybe we fucking lay these matches out beginning to end. Let's also have you know over the top story. Let's have falsies galore. Um,
0: it was a whole bunch of kicking out around here. Yeah,
1: like I, I feel like. If it's situation, and we can take a higher talent, just put him in there with a fucking oaf, and as long as we make him highly choreographed, it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like it almost sets the stage for them to go, oh no, we just get a fucking worker, we put him in there with a fucking body guy, and he's going to make him fucking look good, and we just have him talk about that shit for fucking two days. It'll be fucking fine. Like, I feel like that's the beginning of it, as opposed to... Like I said, every Survivor Series looks like they just called it in the oh, ring, brother. I fucking Survivor
0: Series so yeah. much.
1: Especially all the 80s and 90s ones. It yeah. just looks the, like like dudes just go out there yeah. and do, run some the, shots. The
0: build-ups to Survivor Series are always real rad. Back then, where they had like all the characters and how they all came together and how they were all going to be a team and all those interviews. But then when it actually happens and everybody has to be counted out and all that dumb shit and ugh.
1: Yeah. And speaking of dumb shit, I think this is where uh, we go to intermission. <laughs> for the live crowd, um, either that or WrestleMania was a two-tape, like the two-taper, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah, yeah. we've put in a lot of time already. But this is where we get rapid-fire interviews with Regis with The Undertaker in the back. And Regis is like, ah, it's a great day to be alive. <laughs> 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 and then they kick it back over to Alex Trebek with Demolition, which is Smash and Crash, not Axe and Smash. Yeah, I don't know. That's why they lost. And that's and Alex is trying to explain Jeopardy to them. Um, and then, you know... Alex Trebek was a fucking
0: promo guy. Goddamn right he
1: was. Holy shit. God fucking shit. damn
0: right he was. He made that fucking... I liked his segment with them better than the fucking match.
1: hmm Because that shit sucked. No, for, for sure. We'll get to that. We'll just fucking glaze right over that. Yeah, it we'll, happened. We'll say that it fucking happened. Yeah. But we got to get to fucking Regis. Yeah. Ooh. So, this this on, on, on things, it, it goes... Uh, Heenan's comments about the LAPD, uh-huh. the U.S.-Iraqi war... And then Regis and this entire promo with Katao and Tenaru, where he says, straight out of Japan, Connie Chung, eat your heart out. <laughs> uh,
0: they don't understand anything but Mitsubishi. Oh, Mitsubishi and Mitsubishi.
1: and Toyota. But I do like how they kind of turn around and I'm like, oh, Kathy Lee. Oh, uh, so go. That's good. go. That's good. All right. Looks all right. And then we go back to Alex with Jake the Snake Roberts. But uh, then we got to get to the match Uh, Demolition, Smash and Axe, taking on Kinkahara Tenaru and Katao. I forget how to say Katao's first name Koji. Yes, it is Koji. Excuse me. I just forgot what it was. I forgot how to say it. That's I right. know how to say it. Wikipedia told me. Yes. And uh, Katao is a former sumo wrestler who almost got into a shoot fight with Tenor uh, T- John Tenta. Okay. <laughs> part of the reason why they're here is this is the, uh, about the time. Talent change. Uh, SWS uh-huh. was a promotion that was started up uh, that Tenru was kind of like the, the boss for. He basically got an eyeglass company. To sponsor a another wrestling promotion that was separate to New Japan, All Japan, um, and all the other companies, and they were making a, a big go of it. And their big thing was is they were bringing in a, a lot of WWF talent, and then they would intermix some War guys. and I think there there might have been a few New Japan guys that would come through and do some do some stuff, uh, but it was it was its own separate company. But the problem is the Japanese crowd didn't really. Get behind some of the WWF stuff because it was, they were still doing WWF American stuff in Mm. Japan and they never acclimated to it. Some matches uh, transferred over to an extent, but Tenor was kind of basically giving these guys big paydays in Japan while still working for WWF and basically like booking the WWF. So Mm. it's like, this is kind of like a, oh, we'll put you on WrestleMania as a thank you. You know, like that's, you you don't tell me the fucking WWE don't, you know, look out for a hook. You know, like. That's kind of what this match was, and it was what it was. It it, it happened. It happened, and that's when we get to the Big Boss Man interview, and we find out this whole feud's about his mama. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we get to Mr. Perfect and Bobby Heenan and the Rodney King jokes oh, yeah. and LAPD. And this is where Bobby Heenan gets canceled, guys. Yay. This is, you know, all these things that we talk about, like people this getting canceled. SJ dubs. He, 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 go after Bobby Heenan. Don't give him any uh, any love. You should cancel him for saying something like this. Why don't you go after attack this man? We should probably
0: petition to get him out of the Hall
1: of Fame. We probably should do that. As opposed to being like, well... Probably shouldn't have said that.
0: Yeah. Oh. I apologize. Nice.
1: <laughs> we'll get the, the Different same, time then,
0: though. 91 but, was a different time. So
1: we'll, we'll get that same lady who did a seance with uh, Jimmy, the, <laughs> Jimmy Snuka, and we'll get him to apologize. Yeah. How about that,
0: guys? Alex Chamberlain, if you can get us that number, that'd be rad. That'd dude. be
1: great. I mean, he knows where all the great seances is. Um, then we get to match number nine. Big Boss Man taking on Mr. Perfect for the Intercontinental title. These guys were actually close friends, and they were really looking forward to wrestling each other at WrestleMania. So I think that's why... You know, the, I think this match uh, came off as well as it did. Uh, keep in mind, this is match number nine. <sighs> so they have seen a lot of shit, but I feel like this match is different than other ones. They mm-hmm. spent a lot of times brawling and going outside and, you know, Perfect's doing his absolute best at everything. Just incredible. You know, just I, I think I think it's great. Um, the towel toss in the in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, exceptional <laughs> you couldn't you, could, you couldn't plan that and i guarantee they didn't um and then of course the belt whooping in the middle of the match and then of course everybody just runs in and then mm-hmm. andre makes an appearance we're getting big boss man oh and rub. sad andre oh sad andre Sad. and this was his last tv appearance for wwf or... uh, he might have appeared another time I don't don't definitely know. his last mania yeah, I want to say he did something with the bushwhackers. <laughs> I don't know, but it happened. It ended weird. Whatever. Let's get to celebrities. This is where we get a Donald Trump interview. Chuck Norris just stops in. Um, Lou Ferrigno, who has a speech impediment, and then Bobby Heenan says- Wait, what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you think he has a speech impediment? All right. Cool. Yeah, his speech, uh, speech Yeah, sure, impediment. sure. I took him to class, too.
1: <laughs> He's going to be hosting the podcast. For yeah. long. I mean, it couldn't get any worse. I mean, instead of you driving over here, well, since you're not allowed to, since you're working yeah. your essential business, my essential job. and my non essential job leaves me here locked in my fucking house alone, <laughs> alone with my feelings, maybe I'll fucking dial up Lou Ferrigno, who lives in California. See if who, he wants to join up. See if he wants to join up because my other fucking podcast host, <laughs> Nick Alexander, he lives in California. Our podcast will keep fucking going. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so I'll be locked I'll again. get
0: Micah and then get him right back.
1: <laughs> and no not way. do
0: anything with them.
1: no returns just yeah, like toilet, no. just like toilet paper in the just in the, like in the so uh but i did like how the frigno had a speech impediment and uh Heenan was like oh does he got a cracker in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh i love heenan So uh, don't cancel him um
0: <laughs> he'll make it up to you i promise
1: uh match number 10 earthquake Take on greg the hammer valentine I, I was just, and the thing is I've I've come to know over the years is actually John Tenta looked much older than what he is. And I was just like, man, fucking John Tenta's probably like twenty-three years old <laughs> at this time. Which I was not that wrong. Oh? You want to guess how old John Tenta was for this match.
0: Oh you said you're not that off, which means a little bit older.
1: Thirty. Twenty-seven.
0: Jesus, he looks like complete <laughs> shit. <laughs>
1: That is a twenty seven year old man with a skulllet. John Tenta taking on Greg the Hammer Valentine in WrestleMania (laughs) 7, ladies and gentlemen. That's a twenty seven year old man. That's a boy. That's a twenty seven year old man. Oh no. Oh but then we get the Legion of Doom interview. That fucking happens. Yeah. Match number eleven, power and glory versus Legion of Doom. That fucking
0: happens. Yeah, in fifty nine seconds.
1: Like that's the thing. that's weird about WrestleMania is like get them on the show. It's it's like oh let's do a squash match with fucking stars. Yeah. Like we're gonna You're kill squash
0: a- out power and glory like that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've, I mean, and of course there's that logic of like well if they do a fast pin, you they know, could say it's a fluke, and then we can have a house show match. Whatever, if I can get out of here. Um, but what gets in here is a Ted and Virgil recap video. Yeah, uh, this is a point where Virgil's never been higher. Match number 12, Virgil with Roddy Piper taking on the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. And Virgil getting no music, even though his second gets a music. <laughs> well, I mean. And then he's got to be like, hey, Virgil, come on out here. As opposed to like, hey, once you come out with Roddy? Yeah. Like, nah, let's just have you run to the ring with no fucking music.
0: While we're at break.
1: Yeah. So. But this is, of course, when Sherry joins up with Ted and that starts her whole alliance with, with Ted and. Um and goes off and does what it does. Then uh we get Sergeant Slaughter lighting a Hulk shirt on fire. Are, are we here yet? Are we here? Are we are we? Hey, we're there? Are we, no, no, we got one got, got, uh, got one more. The
0: Mounty and Tito Santana. Yeah, uh Sergeant
1: it's Slaughter. a minute and twenty seconds, so yeah, we're there. <laughs> yeah, we're we're pretty much there. Um Slaughter's eyes during this his interview, like is fucking I I love Slaughter. I love him to fucking death. I've I've loved wrestling him. I've loved interacting with him. I love being around him. A cool fucking dude. I, I think there's a. I don't think he gets as much credit as he deserves. I think as as a wrestler, as a performer, as a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I don't. And he kept laughing weirdly throughout here, and I was making notes about like, "Why the fuck is he laughing all weird?" And then of course, at the that's end, how Hill Slaughter laughs. <laughs> Yeah, but then at the end he goes, "I'll be the last one laughing, or I'll be the one laughing," and he ties it all oh, up okay. in the end. So I'm like, "Oh, you were doing a thing.
0: Yeah, you're doing a weird, a weird bit.
1: You're doing a weird bit, but then you wrapped it up in yeah. the end. So this was all that, and that's something I try and teach in promo class: mm-hmm. is if you're doing something, it's got to lead to something. So if you're doing something weird, it's okay to do something weird, but it's got to fucking tie into something right at the end, like a nice little bow, like, I meant to do this weird thing the <laughs> entire time, and then then it makes people question what you say from here on out, yeah. so... Very good. Very fantastic. Uh, unlike match number 13, Tito Santana taking on the Mountie. Uh, blown spot right in the beginning, you know. Uh, they went for a leapfrog and a cross body at the same time. Uh, I fucking don't know what the fuck happened there. Uh, job match with fucking name guys. That's yep. what this fucking was. And then we get into Hulk Hogan interview.
0: Just another Jimmy Hart spot.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, Hulk Hogan giving an interview. Um, can't, oh, and then Hulk... Fucking just, we're over the top with U.S. stuff. Oh uh, say, can you see uh, Sergeant Slaughter? And ends the promo as he ends the fucking promo. And uh, this is where we bring out Alex, Marla Maples, and Regis. They're all got the guest ring announcer, guest timekeeper, rest, uh, guest bell ringer, whatever the fuck uh, these things are. no, uh, Regis on commentary. Excuse me, Marla got the bell and timekeeper this uh this match the way it's filmed is a, a glaring example to me why WWE won the fucking war and was winning handily over Jim Crockett Promotions mm-hmm. the, the entrances where you have the cameraman running in to a guy who's walking in with a bit of intensity that that running and meeting uh-huh. that you see of Slaughter coming in and the cameraman meeting Hulk as he's coming in with the American flag and that that smashing together that camera shot like that level of just dynamic energy that that comes through the screen mm-hmm. As opposed to, oh, here's a camera, we set it up, there's a ring, and we got the ringside camera, guy comes out like you're not seeing that in Jim Crocker promotions yeah. at this time, you're not seeing that with the NWA, you're not seeing that with WCW or whatever Whatever it's called uh, then. Whatever it's called at this moment in time. Um but like just that dynamic push and it's just those little touches right there, it just sets it apart to me. Like it just as like I was like, Wow, this this feels like a Big event, and then this fucking match just fucking happened. <laughs> this is not a good fucking match, no, especially for 20
0: fucking minutes.
1: Uh, it did not need to be 20 fucking minutes. Um, also, too, uh, let me get your opinion on this because this is like a big thing now. So, Bob Remus, Sergeant Slaughter, yeah, didn't actually serve.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. Have you always.
0: Uh, I always thought he did, but I've I've known for a while that he hasn't.
1: Yeah, like that, that, you like, mean that
0: stolen valor? He's been touting around with action figures and whatnot. Yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. but like you always grew up like, oh no, Sergeant Slaughter, he was, he served. Like, yeah, he yeah. was in the military. Because why would they have him? Why yeah. would he be so like his mythos is so deep? And he would do interviews like, oh, former drill sergeant. Now all of a sudden, I'm a Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah. Like he said in interviews almost just as much. But when I hear Conrad Thompson go, oh, no, I've always known he wasn't the drill sergeant, I call fucking bullshit. (laughs) I call fucking bullshit on anyone that didn't think that Sergeant Slaughter was Was not. the real deal. Yeah, like every one of us thought he was the real goddamn deal. (laughs) Every single fucking one of us thought he was the real Mm -hmm. fucking uh, deal until this moment in history (laughs) where the whole fucking dimension has broken and we <laughs> we split off and we're heading towards the darker timeline right yep. now
0: Like everybody's got goatees
1: yes th- no and, and it just amazes me that we will just be like no Sergeant Slaughter you know, he served you know and, and people will blindly lead that but every time I get out of the goddamn ring every fucking time I get out of the goddamn ring people are like did you used to be a boy scout <laughs> I have my eagle scout card in my fucking wallet, right fucking now, and have for probably uh, two decades since I earned it basically <laughs> <laughs> got that motherfucker so when I got that motherfucker about two decades ago like that's how long that's been in, in my fucking wallet and I, every fucking show people are like, are you were you really a boy scout but Sergeant Slaughter just walks in and like no that's Sergeant Slaughter yeah. he served he was a he drill sergeant sergeant in his name he's definitely he,
0: he was a G.I. Joe
1: so for you to think anything otherwise and be like oh no I've always known that he was never a drill sergeant fuck yourself <laughs> fuck yourself Hard. Um but you know, they talk about this this match being in, in in poor taste, but I mean no more
0: poor taste than anything else are throwing out around here. Exactly.
1: Like this is this is this is what it was. I enjoyed this I I enjoyed all of this angle. Mm-hmm. I'm just a red blooded kid in America and you know, just fucking dig all of it. USA chance, loud as fuck. <laughs> Um, Sarge fucking sound like a motherfucker yeah um, Heenan was talking about uh, a, a party oh, gosh what was he talking about oh there was some weird th- there was a weird moment of commentary I'm trying to remember the beats of it it's basically like Heenan was talking about a party and then um, he and Heenan invited Regis and Regis goes I'm busy uh, maybe Kathy Lee can come <laughs> and uh, this is my favorite line of, of this entire commentary. As Bobby Heenan said, uh, well, can she bring her husband, Red Grange? Because <laughs> <laughs> she was married to Frank Gifford, uh-huh. a former New York Giants football player. All right. Who, who is considerably older than her. Mm-hmm. But I like that he went even fucking... Even older. The, the the, an even further generation away from <laughs> Frank Gifford. Like, <laughs> that was. I fucking laughed so fucking hard as being a football fan. That was the funniest thing to me in this entire fucking show. Also, it was funny when uh, Adnan Casey just jumped up on the fucking apron when Sarge clearly had the belt mm. like one. So um, Hulk like fucked up the ten punches in the corner like, and Hulk was jumping off the second, and it was it was weird, real real weird. And also too, like I as extra research for this. There's a interesting thing on YouTube, which I think was probably on the WWE network at one point in time, is they had Sgt. Slaughter and Hulk Hogan sit down and watch this match. So, like, I kind of saved it mm. off the side. I'm like, oh, this is going to be 20 minutes, and uh, I watch it. I clicked on it. It was only six minutes long. All right. They cl- yeah. they, they, these motherfuckers. Even they didn't want to sit through this goddamn shit. A video, and I feel bad for the video editor, because they may have sat down for that entire match, yeah. and, like, let's just get what we can get what we can that's interesting and they got six minutes so like less than fucking half of this match was interesting for the two people that, that were, were talking about it and going over it and talking about the things that they did I thought I was gonna get some inside yeah, things yeah, yeah. like it was not it was like the only thing that Hulk talked about was like god damn my tan looks good like, <laughs> <laughs> this.
0: and I believe that son
1: and, and also, too, Slaughter uh, drilled it in again. He goes, Oh, you know, former our, uh, U.S. military drill sergeant and Iraqi sympathizer. Like, he just fucking said it again. Like, <laughs> more Stolen Valor. And then, of course, they go to uh, White and Black when the blood came up yeah. and you know, talk about juice and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. And then Sergeant's like, I don't know how you spend all that time posing after matches. I'd be blown up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I was so blown up character, big dumbass. ass. I, I, I saved that for to last night so it would be fresh in my mind, and then I watched it. I'm like, oh, this was just six minutes of shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is just six minutes of Hulk talking how good his fucking tan looked. Um, so, yeah. I don't know why he fucking had to juice. It was weird. Uh, Hulk juiced, uh fucking put the Iraqi flag on him. Uh, Hulk's up, tears up the Iraqi flag. Straight into the comeback, kick out at three and one fourth. Mm. Like just no fucking around with falsies. No. Just let's just let's, let's take go. let's take it home. Let's take it home, brother. <laughs> Hulk got a pose. Yep, Hulk. Hulk pose with the fucking flag forever, and that's WrestleMania Seven, ladies and gentlemen. And then we did it. <laughs> uh, I this this might have been a better episode if we had a non wrestling fan jump on board. Meh. Might not have been probably not depends. But I'll tell you what, of all the WrestleManias we could have watched, um, I'm glad it was this one. Yeah, because there were some bangers of there fucking was some matches. Good stuff. Here. There were some fucking like I'm really some fucking jewels. like seeing the entire Savage Warrior segment mm-hmm. beginning to end for probably the first time. Not in bits and pieces and highlight reels. Um, the blindfold match, oh, yeah. like that's fucking incredible. But this main event's fucking trash. Yeah, fucking just could have
0: ended it at Warrior and uh, <laughs> Warrior and uh, Savage.
1: Fucking Sarge and Triple H <laughs> from that DX pay per view we did mm-hmm. like years ago, like the DX pay per view, like that boot camp the match. Boot camp. That that surprisingly, if you think about it, happened six years later.
2: Hmm.
1: Just six years after this WrestleMania main event, and and every and everyone was thinking that like Sarge was too old for that match. Uh-huh. That was only just six years apart. Uh, From main eventing Wrestlemania so but like I felt that that boot camp match with Triple H was a far better match than this fucking main event of Wrestlemania 7 mm-hmm. so I'd, go watch that if you want to see a good Sgt. Slaughter match let's see there's some pretty good cage matches and some Jim Crocker promotion stuff that he did that's pretty fucking yeah. badass but regardless 91 ain't your time yeah it, that's the thing that's the thing too is that like Sarge was considered pretty old in 91 oh, yeah. but I'll tell you what he was fucking far better in that boot camp match than he was in this main event um. Yeah, and there's some bunch of, like, job matches with job guys. I mean, we could have made this a fucking nice, tight, mm-hmm. like, 10-11 card WrestleMania, and you could have walked by a little bit better. But it was what it was. We could have, you know, had a lot worse things. Hopefully, you know, the show isn't a lot worse than what you expected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we had enough discussion up top. Yeah, but, uh, I
0: think we really just won up top and then –
1: yeah, but we, you know, this is us doing a WrestleMania show without a non-wrestling fan, much like WrestleMania is without fans in general. So here's so, our topical time. It's a very topical time, and we did a lot of topical talk. Um, anything else you want to say about WrestleMania Seven?
0: Nope, we did it.
1: Anything else you want to say about our current predicament?
0: We're all gonna make it, guys. We're all. It's gonna be okay. We're gonna. Just don't be dumb. Wash your hands. Don't cough in people's mouths. Don't be fucking stupid. Stay home. And, uh, now, all right, look. My essential job will make me tell you this. Uh, if you're going to go out there and hoard food, guys, you need to understand how a freezer works. This has been happening left oh, and right. Oh,
1: yeah, sure, this is a valuable piece of information you, you clued me in on.
0: So, uh, your your first idea is going to be to go out there, get all that meat. Then you're going to want to freeze that meat and hold it. But the thing about a, frid- a refrigerator is that the freezer itself will cool the refrigerator part. So... If you cram full your freezer, it cannot give away the coolness to the refrigerator. Thus, it will freeze your refrigerator. And your refrigerator, more so in the back panel, will then be an ice cube and can no longer cool anything. So you're going to lose everything. Make sure that everything you put in your freezer is a good couple inches off of the back of the freezer or you're going to ruin your refrigerator. I say, go ahead and uh, put more in stock of dry goods like rice and beans and canned goods and pasta don't waste all your time with the frozen veggies get that, fr- that shit fresh ain't nobody buying it be real careful with that freezer because you're going to fuck everything up and then all that money you spent on meat keeping it from all the people that actually need it is going to go to waste we're all going to do well uh, that's my diatribe because <laughs> it's right. already happening at my job
1: now I'm going to uh, give you a much darker <laughs> anonymous piece of advice um I would suggest to you, uh, as all these states get locked up and as people lose their fucking jobs and we could potentially have more people unemployed um, than we will that actually uh, pass on from this virus, mm-hmm. which is a terrifying thought to me, and that is the the, the consequences mm-hmm. economically is is what I'm more afraid of than the actual virus itself for those of you that are in my camp. <laughs> and believe that I would suggest getting a what I have referred to as a bug out bag, which I've, I've come to find out through through Twitter is actually that's a domestic abuse term as oh. well. Like you, women that you are
0: beat, you beat a girl and you had to run away?
1: No, it's more of a situation of of women who are victims of domestic uh, domestic violence. They tell them to get like a bug out bag. So if they need to go as fast as possible, if there's a situation like, oh, I need to leave now before this motherfucker comes and kills me. Yeah. Like keep that around, keep that handy, keep that out. Well, this bug out bag is going to be a little bit different than that bug out bag. But what I would suggest to you is um, get all the essentials. Um, you could you could get it very easily, put together like some, some matter of tools, um, water purification tablets, which are still mm-hmm. available right now. I just ordered, ordered them from Dick's. I got them in a matter of two days. Um, so I'm good on water to an extent. I, I can basically transfer over like 50 gallons or something like that. So I'm, I'm good for a while. I have a vessel for that water. A lot of my essential things are in Tupperware containers inside of my bug out bag. So even if it does get wet, um, a lot of that stuff will be okay. It'll still be good. You're like I'm not going to have like soaked matches and not be able to create a fire. Mm-hmm. They're in a nice Tupperware container. Also, to grab as many trash bags as possible. Trash bags can be something that you can put stuff in. Um, it can also be an emergency poncho. It can be all types of different things that you can make. That's something that a lot of people won't think about as well. Um, tools are nice. Maybe a change of clothes. Also, too, like get the warmest socks you got, the warmest toque you got. Um, also, too, you can get like some pretty small tents, strap them right on the bag. So you got food, shelter. i got plenty of cans of tuna, um, granola. You know, I've probably got about uh, a week to 10 days worth of food, shelter, and water for sure in this bag. And then after that, uh, we might all be scavengers. <laughs> We're going to start killing so each other. Then, the, the, then, then you can, but then you got some time to assess the situation and have an emergency get-out plan and have several of those if i've got a limited amount of time like i said i got my nature preserve right in the back of my house i'm going to i'm going to dart out there and try and wait it out and see what the fuck happens in society and just get it a nice little spot in there and post up if it's a situation that maybe i can get to corky frank's compound <laughs> in the middle of nowhere i'll get there if it's a situation of i've got maybe a, a couple of days before i feel like things are going to get tight and and, and scary i'm going to go to florida and be with my sister and her husband, who I believe is a competent individual, which means...
0: I know you are about to say, who well, I believe is a communist.
1: A uh, competent individual, which means I believe he has a gun. Uh, <laughs> that's
0: what I just base competency on.
1: Also, too, well, in the new world, that's yeah. what I base competency. <laughs> yeah. Also, too, I have two very young nephews, and I will uh, defend them and protect them and give them an opportunity to live in whatever the world is going to be <laughs> like, so... Um, all hail uh, my two princes that I will be <laughs> raising up to take over the new world after I become mm-hmm. the king of it um, so th- that's just something to do also a good pair of shoes I got a mm-hmm. nice pair of lug boots I also do have a bat I have a hatchet I have multiple weapons <laughs> aka tools and I'm I'm good to go first aid kit you can get those really you can get at the supermarket a lot of things you need duct tape I got gaffer tape multiple different things a couple of uh, emergency bottles of water I can break into right away and uh, I'm pretty much good to go. So, if you need to do that, get... I'll tell you what, though. The hope is... This, I, this I, doesn't I, I, happen? I don't have to use it. Okay. But I but I will tell you this, though. Since I've put it together, I feel a lot better. Yeah. And, well, granted, I may run with that bug out bag and die <laughs> in the first 15 minutes. But I have at least at least done my best to up my chances mm-hmm. if the shit hits the fan. And all this anxiety that you're feeling right now, it put, a, put together a bug out bag for no other reason than to just give you the peace of mind that you have did the extra planning to give yourself the best possible chance in case things go sideways. <laughs> if you're those people that say, hey, we tried, we can't make it, and you want to off yourself, that's your own opinion too. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm of the opinion that I'm going to do my absolute best uh, to live in the new world. And my, my hope and the best case scenario for me is if I live in that new world is I, I find somebody with a young child or somebody, uh, a group of people that I feel have the opportunity to go on and do great things in the new world and do my best to protect them and keep them safe. So if you see me out on the road, I'm a friend, not a foe.
0: I'll be shooting guns off my balcony, telling people to come get my shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna buy guns. You're gonna be
1: fucking a, a real life human version of King Koopa. Yeah. Like just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> come at me, motherfuckers.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm the only white man in this ghetto. Come get it.
1: Oh, uh, well, we.
0: <laughs> I, b- I built a gym. I can't leave it.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't think we made you feel any better with this podcast. <laughs> Probably didn't
0: make you feel any worse, though.
1: No, we didn't make you feel any worse, but uh, hopefully we gave you some things to think about. Hopefully we gave you a little bit of escape. We gave you everything on this podcast. Yeah, we
0: get the whole gamut.
1: Um, Zane, if if the world is still intact... <laughs> swear to God. Is there... You
0: ask me to tell them to tell me what I got coming up. I I'll Knock uh, you the fuck out. <laughs> uh, 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 uh,
1: <laughs> I was I was not going to do that. Okay, cool. Because George almost did that to me on cool. Dad, you don't get wrestle, and I... About murder to him, <laughs> but Zane, if you were to guess, when do you think we'll be be out of this shit and we'll oh, be able to do yeah. something?
0: About a month, um, maybe a month and a half. So here's what I think: We'll go ahead and get on it. Fuck it. Who cares? We're you know this might be the last time you ever hear from us. Yeah. Uh, I believe that this disease has already been introduced to us, but in the past, mm-hmm. I would say uh, at the end of last year. Uh, people that were getting all these weird upper respiratory infections, getting real sick. I think it's uh, the same thing. And I believe it just now has a name with more symptoms. Um, I think everybody's going to do this shelter in state. And I think that's going to work for a couple weeks. And then I think we are going to come back. And then I believe that people are going to get sick again because we weren't away for long enough. Uh, But then I believe after that, we should be good to go. (laughs) Okay. So month and a half, month, two months, somewhere in that range.
1: So like the end of April is worth thinking. About.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking. I think April, May. I think we're right back at it. And okay. I think we're fucking in May.
1: All right. Well,
0: uh, what if, about you, Jake? If hopefully not more than ten days, because that's all the bug bug out bag has.
1: Well, here's uh, all. All I'm trying to think about is how far I can push this. Yeah. You know, like I have enough food for in my refrigerator for a week. Okay. I have enough food and dry goods. In my free, I have enough uh, food in my freezer and dry goods for another week, mm-hmm. and then uh, another week after that in the bug out bag. So mm-hmm. we're talking about three weeks. So if I get, if the world doesn't go to shit and I can be able to put some food in the in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. we get a full month. That's great. Um, but uh, I, I hope it's not a month. I'm I'm kind of hoping the shelter in states thing only happens for two weeks because if it goes for a month uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't see a lot of businesses coming back from that and people being hungry without sources of income i think that's going to be the real issue because the difference between us and china is this is a capitalist society and uh, our government doesn't control us quite like that and we're a panicky bunch so and we like to eat and we like our independence, and we like our freedom, and we like our guns more so than some of the other I places. I my fucking gun, man. I don't even know. Uh, I've thought about it for sure, but um, I'm not going to get to that level yet. I'm if, like I said, if I if I go out in the first 15 minutes because of a gun blast, then then so be it. But just be careful out there. If we do come back, smart. Ba- don't be dumb. Yeah. Um, I I'm hoping in a month. And I've I've said this before on Twitter, and I was kind of surprised at the reaction that it got, but it is from the bottom of my heart, because um, the last week or so has been really fucking tough on me. Uh, it's just the overall dread, but not only the overall dread about my job is the, but also the fact that knowing that we could be closed down at any minute and actually as this podcast is being released we're we're closed down. <laughs> and but, well I just got sent a little piece of thing that might be that
0: loophole that you guys were looking for.
1: Okay. All right. Well I'm 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 digging I'm looking forward to that because I'll tell you if it's a month, uh, it's very worrisome and the whole goal is to get as many orders out as, as we could before it got to that. And so I've been working 10, 12 hours and me and Mike Lee have been going nonstop in the office and It's been very hectic, and I've had very little time to um, be quarantined in my house because I've basically been working, and then the time that I'm not working, I'm gathering supplies in case shit goes awry. So when I see all these memes of like, "Oh, I'm going to be 300 pounds in this quarantine, go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. I am running on next to little or no sleep, but also too I'm not sleeping very well because I'm going through something emotional in my personal life. Naming a breakup with my girlfriend, also to the uh, death of a very close friend of mine. who Somebody who was very good to me, and it was very hard for me to talk about for even a couple of days. So on top of being overworked, uh, underfed, underslept, I have a tremendous amount of pain in my heart. And it has been a very rough week for me, and sounds like it's going to be an even tougher month ahead. Because um, all of the things that I use as an outlet don't exist anymore, and this podcast is the last little bit of an outlet. So that's why we're kind of mm-hmm. meandering on now for an extra 10 minutes. Cause I, I'm a little scared to leave because once I hit stop record, I stop talking and I feel like I'm just no longer relevant anymore. And i no longer exist. Cause I might not. And if we, if, 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 if we make it through this, I fucking promise you <laughs> as God is my Fucking witness, I'm gonna live my life like fucking Ric Flair. I will never sleep again. I will wrestle an hour every fucking night, even if the sheet says 15. I'm like, no, I'm going a fucking hour. Fuck you. <laughs> I will fuck everything that walks. I don't care anything that gives me the the time of day, male, female, trans, robot, I don't give a fuck. You give me attention, I will be I will be sliding in them DMs immediately. And if you guys are trying to slide in some DMs right now, it's your time. Shoot that shot. I I will sli- swipe Session right. That's off looking at you. I will fucking I will come at all of you. I will fucking comment and every on. single one of you I will do that and also too I will fuck up everyone. your credits <laughs> especially my own <laughs> I, I'm i not fucking around anymore I'm sick of fucking thinking that I don't deserve the best because guess fucking what I, I played by the rules I did everything that was right I was a kind and generous man and I was good to other people and you know what at the end of the day it ultimately didn't matter. So get ready to deal with the fucking real monster if if we do make it out of this one.
0: Here comes a swinging dick, boys and girls.
2: Oh,
0: let's just wrap it, buddy. Let's get out of let's here. Let's wrap you it. Can't, we, we can't follow with anything we else. We can't
1: follow that. I would plug uh, our producer, but he's going to take some... He's not going to give me a break on the fucking show anyways. I'm going to pay him in my desperate times anyways to propose (laughs) the show. But I think it's important. I am here it's important if you guys are following us to know about how our well-being is doing. Uh, That's where we're at mentally. Um, Hopefully, we haven't scared you. Hopefully, we've comforted you. Hopefully, we gave you an escape. Hopefully, when you download this podcast, we gave you what you were looking for. And... A little bit more,
0: and if not, I mean, when this shit's over with, Jake will take care of you in other ways. Clearly, clearly, get I've, your dicks
1: ready. I'm, I, I am, I'm, I am a giver. <laughs> I, I, as I said before, I, I am a friend, not a foe.